Hey, Drunk Mythology friends. I'm Kate. And I'm the other Jen. Oh my gosh, and I'm Kim, and I'm here too. Wow. It's like I just woke from a dream and I was here. And we're the Drunk Drunk Dracula Dracula Gals. I wanted to come in last. Yeah. See, this is more fun with a third. The third person makes that so much more fun. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just isn't quite the same because I, I try, but I just don't have any heart for it, really. So this is chapter four of Bram Stoker's Dracula, celebrating the month of Drunk Dracula Gals, also known as October. Yeah. You mean dr- Drunktober, right? Drunktober. Oh, Every month I like drunk. that. <laughs> Drunkvember. Yeah. Right. Drunk, drunk January. <laughs> drunk February. January. We have drunk January. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Yeah. 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 And also, as we've mentioned on the first few episodes, Dracula is public domain. Hello, intellectual <gasps> property lawyers. We still love you. <laughs> and, if and if you want to sponsor us, because we have uh, questions about recipe copyrights. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, they're not going to. <laughs> Well, well, anyway, okay, we can keep hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, hope springs eternal because kind of like Jonathan Harker. So <laughs> here oh. we go. Back to Transylvania. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Because you know what this oh, is, right? Yes. You, you just think yeah. up. <laughs> I think the recaps are the sole reason you were driven to set this up. That and to show off our accents. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it, you know, and you're just lucky I'm not doing the recap in an accent. I could Oh, sh- shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, in chapter three, we get a history lesson from the Count that is almost as overdramatic and corny as the kind of history tidbits I like to share, and I am feeling both seen and triggered. But aside from the fact that the Count is really, really into his family history, this chapter is mostly Jonathan Harker dealing with unmedicated mood swings like, dude, make up your mind. Is your life in danger from the Count, or are you just not happy with your Airbnb choice? Also, the Count's free solo cl- uh, castle face climbing, specifically down and to the left, because we really needed to know that. And Harker continues his teenage girl hair flip rebellion by being like, yang yeah, you told me never to fall asleep outside my room. Well, guess what, Mom? I'm going to fall asleep outside my room. Also, Jen genuinely gave me the creeps with her Brides of Dracula voice because, oh my God, what the fuck? Uh, clearly, none of this ends well, and Jonathan Harker faints because, of course, he does accept that's not how you faint. Anyway, carry on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, what an adventure. I, I Thankfully, I did not have nightmares after recording that, so... Yeah, so here we go. (laughs) Who goes first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Jonathan Harker's journal continued. We don't even have a date on that. We don't have a date now. Well, I, I can see a little further down we get a date. Okay. I awoke in my own bed. If it be that I had not dreamt, the count must have carried me here. I tried to satisfy <laughs> the princess carry. <laughs> that is so I romantic. <laughs> the MM undertones here are just right. oh, Maybe. chef's kiss. Oh, oh, but wait for the next sentence. 
I tried to satisfy myself <laughs> on the subject. I had been there. <laughs> but could not arrive at any unquestionable result. <laughs> to be sure, there were certain small evidences, such as that my clothes were folded and laid by in a manner which was not my habit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, so he got stripped. He got oh, stripped. Oh, damn. <laughs> yep. Oh, my watch. I mean, was, again, props to yeah, the count. He's right? doing all the turndown service, the laundry service. Like, <laughs> you know, he's, he's like him an A-plus Airbnb host. He wants those five stars on, on yeah, Yelp. He <laughs> my watch was still unwound and I am Is rigorously... for something? <laughs> <laughs> I think this whole book is basically... Is that code for something? Um, Kim yeah. might have a point here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, right, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Please don't. All right. Let's try this again. <laughs> rigorously accustomed to wind it the last thing before going to bed and right. many such details. But okay. these things uh, are I'm no sorry proof. to interrupt this, but we said rigorously winding the watch yesterday i had to aggressively salt and pepper the chicken <laughs> aggressively <laughs> yes aggressively oh okay these things are no proof for they may have been evidences that my mind was not as usual and from some cause or another i had certainly been much upset oh you think i must, <laughs> I must watch for proof of one thing I am glad, if it was that the Count carried me here and undressed me, he must have been hurried in his task, for my pockets are intact. What, uh, what are you mean? saying? What does that mean? Does that mean like <laughs> it's code like for is, something? <laughs> this loose change is still in the pants pocket? Is that essentially what he's saying? Yeah. He, uh, okay. Basically, he didn't get he, robbed. He didn't get <laughs> robbed or molested. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he did. I don't know. It could be whatever. Okay. I am sure this diary would have been a mystery to him, which he would not have brooked. He would have taken or destroyed it. As I look round this room, although it has been to me so full of fear, it is now a sort of sanctuary, for nothing can be more dreadful than those awful women who were, who are, waiting to suck my blood. Wow. It so he's, he's put the two and two together. He's pieced it together that those yeah. women were sucking the blood or about so they to. Were, they um, wanted to suck something. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go next? Yes. 18 May. <laughs> I have been down to look at that room again in daylight for I must know the truth. When I got to the doorway at the top of the stairs, I found it closed. It had been so forcibly driven against the jam that part of the woodwork was splintered. I could see that the bolt of the lock had been shut, but the door is fastened from the inside. Dun, dun, dun. I wow. fear it was no dream. <laughs> yeah. I fear it was no dream and must act on this surmise. Dang. Should I go on or you want to take over? Uh, yeah, go on because then I'll, okay. I'll pick up with the, uh, with the count. Okay. 19 May. <laughs> I am surely in the toils. What is, <laughs> what is, is, is like, I mean, he's like in his, in his feelings. Is that what that He's means? in his feelings and he's in a shit ton of trouble. That's basically, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Last night, the Count asked me in the suavest tones to write three letters. One three saying letters. That, 
One, two, one, one beautiful letter. Three. <laughs> one saying that my work here was nearly done and that I should start for home within a few days. Another that I was starting on the next morning from the time of the letter, and the third that I had left the castle and arrived at Bitstritz. Am I correct, Bitstritz? Mm-hmm. Bitstritz. I would have fain have rebelled, but felt in the present state of things it would be madness to quarrel openly with the Count, whilst I am so absolutely in his power. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's it's a very good idea. And to refuse would be to excite his suspicion and to arouse his anger. He knows that I know too much. And that I must not live. And that I must not live lest I be dangerous to him. My only chance is to prolong my opportunities. Something may occur which will give me a chance to escape. Sure, Jan. Uh, I saw in his eyes that something of a gathering wrath which was manifest when he hurled that fair woman from him. He explained to me that posts were few and uncertain, and my writing now would ensure ease of mind to my friends. Oh, that's... Worst <laughs> that's how kidnap. you want to approach it. <laughs> yeah, that, that again, yeah. this whole thing, like the post-dating letters, like yeah. worst kidnapping blackmail tactic ever. Right. He assured me with so much impressiveness that he would countermand the latter letters, which would be held over at Bitstritz until due time, in case chance would have admit... I have totally lost my place here. Until due time, in case chance would admit of my prolonging my stay, that to oppose him would have been to create new suspicion. I therefore pretended to fall in with his views and asked him what dates I should put in the letters. He calculated a minute and then said, The first should be June 12th, the second, June 19th, and the third, hmm, June 29th. I now know the span of my life. God help me. He is just a drama princess. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> like when you when you first read this, like when way back, you you just kind of keep going and glossing. But now that I'm rereading it, I'm like, girl, get it mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Twenty eight May. Okay, okay it looks like things are about to get super racist. Go on. There is a chance of escape, or at any rate, of being able to send word home. A band of Zgani. I'm going with that pronunciation, mm-hmm. have come sure. to the castle and are encamped in the courtyard. These Zgani are dog whistle gypsies. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. I know. 19th century, Romani. Ugh. Ugh. I have notes of them in my book. I can read about natives in my book. <laughs> wow. They are peculiar to this part of the world, though allied to ordinary ugh, gypsies all the world over. Mm -hmm. There are thousands of them in Hungary and Transylvania who are all outside, who are, I'm sorry, who are almost outside all law. They attach themselves as a rule to some great noble or boyar and call themselves by his name. They are fearless and without religion, save superstition. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And they talk only their own varieties of the Romani tongue. Wow. You mean they talk their own language amongst each other? The nerve. No. I mean, no, you're not keeping concept. a diary in shorthand, Jonathan. You know, just right. saying. Right, 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 right. I shall write some letters home and shall try to get them to have them posted. I have already spoken them through my window to begin acquaintanceship. Wow. From the window. He's got to keep that distance. Juliet. Um, they, t- <laughs> they took their hats off and made... Obeisance. Obeisance. I do not Mm -hmm. know that word. Um, 
and many signs which, however, I could not understand any more than I could their spoken language. He sounds what is so obeisance? That he can understand their language, <laughs> right? Yeah. What is obeisance? Uh, it, it's like a, a submission, sort a of bow, or bow. it's you know a submissive greeting, like oh, from a servant to a master or something like that. Ah, okay. Is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. I have written the letters, Mina's in shorthand, and I simply asked. And I simply asked Mr. Hawkins to communicate with her. To her, I have explained my situation, but without the horrors, which I may only surmise. It would shock and frighten her to death were I to expose my heart to her. Check back <laughs> later in the book on that one, buddy. Yeah, You're right. Put right? <laughs> Should the letters not carry, then the Count shall not yet know my secret or the extent of my knowledge. But that would not give him a clue. Certainly not. Like, no. Right. No. Jonathan, we have to have a talk about your game. You have no game here. <laughs> <laughs> I have given the letters. I threw them through the bars of my window with a gold piece and made what signs I could to have them posted. Like the universal symbol for can I have the check now? <laughs> <laughs> Garçon. <laughs> the man who took them pressed them to his heart and bowed, then put them in his cap. I could do no more. I stole back to the study and began to read. As the count did not come in, I have written here. The count has come. He sat down beside me and said in his smoothest voice, as he opened two letters, This Ghani have given me these, of which, though I know not whence they come, I shall of course take care. See? He must have looked at it. One is from you and to my friend Peter Hawkins, the other. Here he caught sight of the strange symbols as he opened the envelope and the dark look came into his face and his eyes blazed wickedly. The other is a vile thing, an outrage upon friendship and hospitality. It is not signed. Well, so it cannot matter to us. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he calmly held the letter and envelope in the flame of the lamp till they were consumed. Then he went on. The letter to Hawkins. Wow. That I shall, of course, send on since it is yours. Your letters are sacred to me. Your pardon, my <laughs> friend. That unknowingly I did break seal. Will you mm -hmm. not cover it again? He held the letter to me and with a courteous bow handed me a clean envelope. I could only redirect it and hand it to him in silence. When he went out of the room, I could hear the key turn softly. A minute later, I went over and tried it and the door was locked. Oh, shit. He's locking him in his room now. Yeah. He hasn't done mm -hmm. that before, right? This, this is the no, first time we're, we're hearing yeah, this. He, he's, this is the first time he's locked in his room because he was a bad wow. girl. Yes. Naughty, <laughs> naughty. <laughs> okay. When an hour or two after the Count came quietly into the room, his coming awakened me, for I had gone to sleep on the sofa. He was very courteous and very cheery in this yeah. manner, and seeing that I had been sleeping, he said, So, my friend, you are tired? Get to bed. That is the surest rest. I may not have the pleasure to talk tonight since there are many labors to me, but you will sleep, I pray. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I passed my room and went to bed and, strange to say, slept without dreaming. Despair has its own calms. Well, you've had enough of a temper tantrum that <laughs> you should be pretty <laughs> he just, worn he out. He wore himself out. Right? Right? Ken? Oh. Okay. 31 May. This morning when I woke, I thought I would provide myself with some paper and envelopes from my bag and keep them in my pocket so that I might write in case I should get an opportunity. 
But again, a surprise. Again, a shock. Every scrap of paper was gone. And with it, all my <gasps> notes, my memoranda relating to railways and travel, my letter of credit. In fact, all that might be useful to me once I were outside the castle. I sat and pondered a while, and then some thought occurred to me, and I made search of my portmanteau and in the wardrobe where I had placed my clothes. The suit in which I traveled was gone, and also my overcoat and rug. He travels with a rug? I could find no trace of them anywhere. This looked like some new scheme of villainy. Yeah, Kate, what does he mean by rug? What is that in the uh, time period? So uh, it, it's like a lap blanket. Oh, okay. Oh, so, it's his banky. It's his banky. It's his banky. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like but, the, you the know, blanket when you're you get on the airplane in first right. class. Yeah, they exactly. give you a blanket. And they, they called them rugs because they were like very thick and sort of heavy fabric ah, okay kind of like basically it's cold as balls where he is right now yeah right? yeah sure. and yeah. you know it's cold as balls anytime you're traveling in a coach that is not hermetically sealed right <laughs> they had no, like, you know they had they had like little stone you know warm stone coal heaters that you could use but those were kind of dangerous so you just had a blanket right okay yeah okay uh kate you want to go you want me to go uh why don't you go Okay. 17 June. This morning, as I was sitting on the edge of my bed, cudgeling my brains. What the heck mm -hmm. kind of vocabulary cudgeling is this? Cudgeling is, is hitting with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so he's beating his brains out, basically. Yeah. Okay. For Jonathan, that might be an improvement. I heard without a <laughs> oh, cracking salty. of whips and pounding and scraping of horses' feet up the rocky path beyond the courtyard. With joy, I hurried to the window and saw drive into the yard two great later wagons. Did I say that well? Close enough? I, later? Uh, lighter? Yeah, I guess. Later wagons? Okay. Each drawn by eight sturdy horses. That means 16 horses total for the two wagons. And at the head of each pair is <laughs> brain on Jen. <laughs> a Slovak with his wide hat, great nail-studded belt, dirty sheepskin, and high boots. Okay. You know, wasn't he one of the uh, the YMCA guys? <laughs> yeah, the He's cop, the, one the construction did... worker, and the dirty sheepskin Slovak. Yeah, he didn't make the cut from the final group. <laughs> They also, they had also their long staves in hand. I ran to the door intending to descend and try and join them through the main hall as I thought that way might be opened for them. Again, a shock. My door was fastened on the outside. When is he going to stop being surprised? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I was just going to say like. How long has he been there? At this point, it's like a month and a half. Yeah. It's, we're, we're closing yeah. in on two months. Yeah. Yeah. Then I ran to the window and cried to them. They looked up at me stupidly and pointed, probably saying to themselves, oh, look at idiot Englishman. Right. <laughs> but just then the hetman of the Zgani came out and seeing them pointed to my window and said something at which they laughed. I called <laughs> it. Yep, they're <laughs> laughing their asses off at him. <laughs> Henceforth, oh, no look, effort. Lunch. Look, it's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Henceforth, no effort of mine, no piteous cry or agonized entreaty would make them even look at me. They resolutely turned away. 
The later wagons contained great square boxes with handles of thick rope. These were evidently empty by the ease with which the Slovaks handled them. Hmm, and I by- wonder what they are. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Empty they boxes? also uh, great square boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Empty with rope handles. All right, go on. Yeah. Okay. Put a pin in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, when they were all unloaded and packed in a great heap in one corner of the yard, the Slovaks were given some money by the Zgani and spitting on it for luck, because we just, of course, have to have that nasty kind of pseudo-racist detail there, lazily hmm. went each to his horse's head. Huh? Shortly afterwards, what? I heard the cracking of their whips die away in the distance. Wow. So, okay. okay. Me again? You again. 24 June before morning. We, we call that night, Jonathan. <laughs> His watch hasn't been wound. Right? It's, it's a problem. Unrigorously loose. Last night, the Count left... Settle down. Last <laughs> night, the Count left me early and locked himself in his own room. As soon as I dared, I ran up the winding stair and looked out the window, which opened south. I thought I would watch for the Count, for there is something going on. Good morning! <laughs> you think there's something going on? <laughs> the Zgani are quartered somewhere in the castle and are doing work of some kind. I know it, for now and then I hear a faraway muffled sound, as of mattock and spade, and whatever it is, it must be the end of some ruthless villainy. Okay, wow. sure it is. Uh- Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jump to that conclusion. I bent at the window somewhat less than half an hour when I saw something coming out of the Count's window. I drew back and watched carefully and saw the whole man emerge. I remember mm. when. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. Let's move on. It was a new shock to me. Well, fine. <laughs> It was a new shock to me to find that he had on the suit of clothes which I had worn while traveling here and slung over his sh- yeah and so they're the same size and slung over his shoulder Bitch, the, that's terrib- mine. <laughs> the terrible bag which, where I'd seen the women take away there could be no doubt as to his quest and in my garb too bitch then oh, this mom. mom this then is this new scheme of evil that he will allow others to see me as they think so that he may both leave evidence that I have been seen in the towns or villages posting my own letters, and that any wickedness which he may do by the local people may be attributed to me, because apparently the people in town are super-duper nearsighted. Yeah, I was going to say, like, okay, he has a big white mustache and hairy palms, and And Jonathan is a young Englishman, and he's in, you know, Who happens to look like Keanu Reeves, apparently. Right. Shall I continue? Please. It makes me rage to think this can go on. And whilst I am shut up here, a veritable prisoner, but with that without protection of the law, which is even a criminal's right and consolation, I thought that I would watch for the Count's return and for a long time sat doggedly at the window. You have fuck all else to do, pal. Right. Right? And I began to notice that there were some quaint little specks floating in the rays of the moonlight. They were like the tiniest grains of dust and they whirled round and gathered in clusters in a nebulous sort of way. I watched them with a sense of soothing and a sort of calm stole over me. I leaned back in the embrasure, 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 We'll go with that mm-hmm. in a more sure. comfortable position so that I could more fully the aerial gambling. I mean, so he's like getting high okay. on dust now. Is that what's but, going on? Pixie dust, I guess. Pixie dust. But like, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll take next. Okay. okay. Yep. Grab it. Something made me start up. 
A low, piteous howling of dogs somewhere far below in the valley. Hi, Fenrir. No, it's not Fenrir. Well, <laughs> which you was know hidden what? From the other my night, side. Bandit. Sorry, yeah. Bandit yeah. woke me up from a dead sleep because he was having a nightmare and he like, had that m- morning howl. Oh yeah. my god, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like that's that can be like scary, mm-hmm. very yeah. scary. Louder it seemed to ring in my ears and the floating motes of dust to take new shapes to the sound as they danced in the moonlight. I felt myself struggling to awake to some call of my instincts. Nay, my very soul was struggling and my half-remembered sensibilities were striving to answer the call. I was becoming hypnotized. You were high. Yeah. Quicker and quicker danced the dust. The moonbeams seemed to quiver as they went by me into the mass of gloom beyond. More and more they gathered till they seemed to take dim phantom shapes. And then I started, broad awake and in full possession of my senses and ran screaming from that place. (laughs) Like a girl. The phantom (laughs) shapes which were becoming gradually materialized from the moonbeams were those of the three ghostly women to whom I was doomed. (gasps) I fled and felt somewhat safer in my own rooms where there was no moonlight and where the lamp was burning brightly. When a couple of hours had passed, I heard something stirring in the Count's room. Wait, he can hear the Count's room from his room? Yeah, the, the I mean, this, the, we're talking the, stone, and it's like below his, I think. And yeah, <sighs> Sorry, going Ravenclaw. Anyway, mm-hmm. something like a sharp wail quickly suppressed. Oh, shit. And then there was silence, deep, awful silence, which chilled me. With a beating heart, I tried the door. But it might work I if was... you used your hands. But I was locked in my prison and could do oh, nothing. Oh, really, Jonathan? Oh, but wait. I sat down and simply cried. Well, Aww. you know, I, I, I'm not going to completely fault him for that. It's yeah, he's fair. had a yeah. lot happen to him. Anybody going like, to eventually look at the break down? Moonbeams! Oh God, my life! Look, look at the pretty moonbeams! <laughs> As I sat, I heard a sound in the courtyard without the agonized cry of a woman. I rushed to the window and, throwing it up, peered out between the bars. There, indeed, was a woman with disheveled hair, holding her hands over her heart as one distressed with running. She was, I, I feel that. I've, yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. That was me <laughs> on Thursday doing my interval runs. She was leaning against <laughs> a corner of the gateway. When she saw my face at the window, she threw herself forward and shouted in a voice laden with menace, Monster, give me my child! And apparently she yelled that in English, too. Yeah. Love it. She threw herself on her knees and raising up her hands, cried the same words in tones which wrung my heart. 
Then she tore her hair and beat her breast and abandoned herself to all the violences of extravagant emotion, which I know nothing about because I am cool, calm, and even keeled at all times. Girl, you were sitting on the floor crying two paragraphs ago. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Finally, she threw herself forward, and though I could not see her, I could hear the beating of her naked hands against the door. See, she knows how to open a door. Right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere high overhead, probably... On the tower, I heard the voice of the Count calling in harsh metallic, in his harsh metallic whisper. Hey, stop! I told you no soliciting! <laughs> I don't, we don't want, want to hear about your lord and savior! <laughs> his call seemed to be answered from far and wide by the howling of wolves. Before many minutes had passed, a pack of them poured like a pent-up dam when liberated through the wide entrance into the courtyard. Oh, boy. Oof. Okay, so we there now have pro- this, this lady in the courtyard, and now we have wolves in the courtyard. Is that, am I, mm-hmm. yes. got that all straight? Yep. Yeah, you've got your scene set. The table is okay. laid, so to speak. Yep, and we're Alrighty. about to flip it. There Oi. was no cry from the woman, and the howling of the wolves was but short. Before long, they streamed away, singly, licking their lips. Oh, I could shit. not pity her. For, yeah, for now I knew what had become of her child, and she was better dead. Oh, really? Thank oh. you for having that. Thank yeah. you for mansplaining her fate. Right. Mm. What shall I do? What can I do? How can I escape from this dreadful thing of night and gloom and fear? Oh. 25 June morning. <laughs> no man knows till he has suffered from the night how sweet and how dear to his heart and eye the morning can be. When the sun grew so high this morning that it was like an elephant's eye. No, wait, that's something. That's Oklahoma. (laughs) When the sun grew so high this morning that it struck the top of the great gateway opposite my window, the high spot where it touched seemed to me as if the dove from the ark had lighted there. Oh, my fucking God. Really? Boy, my fear fell from me as it had been taken the... As if it had been a vaporous garment which dissolved in the warmth. I must take action of some sort while the courage of the day is upon me. Last night, one of my post-dated letters went to post, the first of that fatal series, which is to blot out the very traces of my existence from the earth. Let me not think of it. Action! (laughs) It has always been at nighttime that I have been molested or threatened or in some way in danger or in fear. I have not yet seen the Count in daylight. After a month and a half, you finally figure that out, baby. He's a brain trust. Can it be that he sleeps when others wake, that he may be awake whilst they sleep? Dun-dun-dun. If I could only get into his room. No, that is like one of the worst ideas you've had yet. That is like the stupidest fucking idea. Don't do the thing. But guess what? You know what? The door is always locked. No way for me. Yeah. So so far he can't do the thing. (laughs) Right. Oh, yes, there is a way if one dares to take it. it. Where his body has gone, why may not another body go? I have seen him myself crawl from his window. Dude, free soloing. That is not what you do. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a trained rock climber, buddy. Even I wouldn't do that. (laughs) Why should not I imitate him and go by his window? Because you're not a lizard. And, And also, why are you still trying to get into his room? The chances are desperate, but my need is more desperate still. I shall risk it. At the worst, it can only be death, and a man's death is not a calf's. Okay. What? And the 
Yeah, I don't. Because he has a soul. So okay. the jockey's not like the death too. Just fuck. Well, not according to Jonathan, who thinks he's better than a cow, apparently. Right. He he may he may be he's he's not smarter than a cow because he's like, how do I get into Dracula's room? Uh, yeah. Uh, and the dreaded hereafter may still be open to me. God help me in my task. Goodbye, Mina. If I fail, goodbye, my faithful friend and second father, who apparently we should have known as Mr. Hawkins, not Mina. Right? Because <laughs> that would be awkward. That would be different. Goodbye, all. And last of all, Mina. Wow. So Mina gets two and- goodbyes. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Who's reading now? Me? Uh, Kim. Me? Okay. Yeah. Same day. I really wanted to say later that same day, but it says <laughs> same day later. I have made the effort and God helping me have come safely back to this room. He's Spider-Man down the fucking side of the outside of the castle. All right. We have to hear this. Everybody and he didn't like your- just go and fucking run. Yeah, yeah. You were outside. All right. Never moving on. I must put down every detail in order. I went whilst my courage was fresh straight to the window on the South side. And it once got outside on the narrow ledge of stone, which runs around the building on this side. The stones are big and roughly cut, and the mortar is by process of time been washed away between them. We had to have our building repointed for that very same reason last year. It was super expensive. Anyway. Wow. Uh, I took off. Can't blame the count. Right. Can't, can't blame the count for that one. <laughs> I took off my boots and ventured out on the desperate way. I looked down once so as to make sure that a sudden glimpse of the awful depth would not overcome me. But after that, kept my eyes away from it. Yeah, don't pre- look down. Don't look down. I knew pretty well the direction and distance of the Count's window and made it for it as well as I could, having regard to the opportunities available. I did not feel dizzy. I suppose I was too excited. And by the time time seemed ridiculously short. So I I found myself standing on the windowsill and trying to raise the sash. I was filled with agitation. However, when I bent down and slid feet foremost in through the window, then I looked around for the count, but with surprise and gladness made a discovery. The room was empty. I thought that would be your disappointment. Like, aren't you trying to get into the count's room to see the count? Like, is... (laughs) Listen, make up your fucking mind. (laughs) It was barely furnished with odd things, which seemed to have never been used. The furniture was something the same style as in the South Rooms and was covered with dust. Housekeeping. I looked for the the key, but it was not in the lock and I could not find it anywhere. The only thing I found was a great heap of gold in one corner. Gold of all kinds. Romans. Kate. Fuck the ready. Thank you. And British and Austrian and Hungarian and Greek and Turkish covered with a thin film, covered with a film of dust as though it had long lain on the ground. None that I noticed was less than 300 years old. There was also <gasps> chains and ornaments. Uh, did he break into Smog's room? <laughs> what the hell? Some jeweled, but all of them old and stained. Dang. Somebody take over. Yeah, Jen. I'll go. At one corner of the room was a heavy door. I tried it, for since I could not find the key of the room or the key of the outer door, which was the main object of my search. See, Wait, I thought it was Dracula. Right. He's not looking for the count. He's looking for a key. I must make further examination or all my efforts would be in vain. It was open and led through a stone passage to a circular stairway, which went steeply down. I descended, minding carefully where I went, for the stairs were dark, being only lit by loopholes in the heavy masonry. At the bottom, there was a dark, tunnel-like passage, through which came a deathly, sickly 
odor, the odor of old earth newly turned as I went uh, Having just the dug p- up my backyard, I can attest to that odor. <laughs> <laughs> as I went through the passage, the smell grew closer and heavier. At last, I pulled open a heavy door which stood ajar and found myself in an old, ruined chapel, which had evidently been used as a graveyard. Which is actually historically accurate. They they used to bury people in the floors of family chapels and Mm -hmm. churches and cathedrals. Like when you go to Europe and you go to like, not the biggest cathedrals, but like a town cathedral, you'll see people, you'll see like, you know, names carved into the stones that you're walking on and you're just walking on a bunch of dead people. (gasps) Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. The roof was broken, and in two places were steps leading to vaults, but the ground had recently been dug over, and the earth placed in great wooden boxes. Oh, are those the boxes that came in? Yeah. Ah, Okay. Manifestly, those on Craigslist, you know. (laughs) Right. Oh, here we go. Manifestly, those which had been brought by the Slovaks. So Mm -hmm. he's buying some storage bins from Target. Um, There was a There was nobody about, and I made search for any further outlet, but there was none. Then I went over every inch of the ground so as not to lose a chance. I went down even into the vaults where the dim light struggled, although to do so was a dread to my very soul. Into two of these I went, but saw nothing except fragments of old coffins and piles of dust. In the third, however, I made a discovery. Here it comes. Do you want me to finish this little section? Yeah. Okay. There, in one of the great boxes, of which there were 50 in all, on a pile of newly dug earth, lay the count. No. Hello, it's called Korean mud beauty treatment. (laughs) Look it up. (laughs) Use your Google. (laughs) Really good ratings on Yelp. Really good ratings on Yelp. I'm trying to open spa as part of Airbnb. (laughs) He was either dead or asleep. I could not say which. I was meditating. The eyes were open and stony, but without the glassiness of death. And the cheeks had the warmth of life through all their pallor. The lips were as red as ever. But there was no sign of movement, no pulse, no breath, no beating of the heart. I bent over him and tried to find any sign of life, but in vain. Dumbest he could not move have... ever. Yeah, like, right, right. Seriously. Ugh. <gasps> Has Jonathan never watched a horror movie? Does he not know how this goes? <laughs> he doesn't he, know he's in a horror movie. He, he is the cheerleader. <laughs> he is. He is the cheerleader. And, and he just went down in the basement. basement. He went to the basement. Oh, my God. Without a flashlight. Okay. He could not have lain there long, for the earthy smell would have passed away in a few hours. By the side of the box was its cover, pierced with holes here and there. I thought he might have the keys on him, but when I went to search, I saw the dead eyes, and in them, dead though they were, such a look of hate, though unconscious of me or my presence, that I fled from the place, and leaving the Count's room by the window, crawled again up the castle wall. Regaining my room, I threw myself panting upon the bed and tried to think. 
dude, dude. It seems like he was pretty close to escaping at that point. He, I mean, you, yeah. you were like leaning over checking his breath and you couldn't bring yourself to fucking pick his pocket. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, 20, not, uh, Kate, you or me? You. Okay. Because okay, uh, I've Kim. got the count coming up. Oh. Okay, because, yeah. yeah, okay, we've got, all right. 29 is the count June. coming up? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Today is the date of my last letter, and the Count has taken steps to prove that it was genuine, for again, I saw him leave the castle by the same window, and in my clothes, bitch, as he went down the wall, lizard, lizard fashion, I wish I had a gun or some lethal weapon that I might destroy him, but I fear that no weapon wrought alone by man's hand would have had any effect on him. I dared not wait to see him return, for I feared to see those weird sisters. I came back to the library yeah. and read there till I fell asleep. I was awakened by the Count, who looked at me as grimly as a man can look, as he said, Tomorrow, my friend, we must part. You return to your beautiful England. I do some work which may have such an end that we may never meet. Your letter home has been dispatched. Tomorrow, I shall not be here, but all shall be ready for your journey. In the morning come the Zgani, who have some labors of their own here, and also come some Slovaks. Eh. But when they have gone, my carriage shall come for you and shall bear you to the Borgo Pass to meet the diligence from Bukovina to B Streets. But I am in hopes that I shall see more of you at Castle Dracula. I suspected, now let me do that part and okay, we can yeah. like have dialogue. I suspected him and determined to test his sincerity. Sincerity. It seemed like a <laughs> profanation of the word to write in, in connection with such a monster. So I asked him point blank, why may I not go tonight? Because, dear sir, my coachman and horses are away on the mission. Duh. But, but I walk with pleasure. I want to get away at once. He smiled, <laughs> such a soft, smooth, hey, diabolical smile that I knew there was some trick behind his smoothness. He said, and your baggage? I do not care about it. I can send for it some other time. Oh, counts. oh, really? <laughs> the Count stood up and said with sweet courtesy, which made me rub my eyes. It seemed so real. You English have saying which is close to my heart for its spirit is that which rules our boyars. Welcome the coming speed departing guest. Mm. <laughs> we actually have mm. a saying in Slavic, uh, after three days, both the fish and the guests start to smell. Yup. Yes. I've heard that one too. <laughs> yeah. The Jews have a saying, call before you come over. <laughs> My husband has a saying, don't come over. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Come with me, my dear young friend. Not an hour shall you wait in my house against your will, though sad am I at your going, and that you so suddenly desire it. Come. With a stately gravity, he, with the lamp, preceded me down the stairs and along the hall. Suddenly he stopped. Hark! Not harker, <laughs> hark! That was my next question. Jen, <laughs> jump in. <laughs> Close at hand came the howling of many wolves. Still not Fenrir. It was almost as if the sound sprang up at the rising of his hand, just as the music of a great orchestra seems to leap <laughs> under the baton of the conductor. After a pause of a moment, he proceeded in his stately way to the door, drew back the ponderous bolts, unhooked the heavy chains, and began to draw it open. To my intense astonishment, I saw that it was unlocked. 
Suspiciously, <laughs> I looked all around, but could see no key of any kind. Maybe he As put the door it back in his pocket. Open, <laughs> the howling of the wolves without grew louder and angrier. Their red jaws with chomping teeth. Champing teeth. Chomping sounds better. And their blunt clawed feet as they leaped came in through the opening door. I knew then that to struggle at the moment against the Count was useless. With such allies as these at his command, I could do nothing. But still the door continued slowly to open and only the Count's body stood in the gap. Suddenly it struck me that this might be the movement and means of my doom. I was to be given to the wolves. (laughs) I was to be given to the wolves and at my own instigation. There was a diabolical wickedness in the idea great enough for the Count. And at last chance, and as a last chance, I cried out. Shut the door. I shall wait till morning. And covered my face with my hands to hide my bitter tears of disappointment. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. With one sweep of his powerful arm, the Count threw the door shut, and the great bolts clanged and echoed through the halls as they shot back into their places. I mean, like, I, 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 I get it. Yes, I get it. Yeah, you could yeah so the Count basically said, careful what you ask for. <laughs> you want to leave now? Okay. Honestly, I'm team Count so far. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. In silence, we returned to the library, and after a minute or two, I went to my own room. The last I saw of Count Dracula was his kissing his hand to me, with a red light of triumph in his eyes and a smile that Judas in hell might be proud of. Oh, damn! When I was in my room... <laughs> when I was in my room and about to lie down, I thought I heard a whispering at my door. I went to it softly and listened, and lest my ears deceived me, I heard the voice of the count. Ah, back to your own place. Your time is not yet come. Wait, have patience. Tonight is mine. Tomorrow night is yours. I tell you this over and over, and no, they, <laughs> they never listen to me. I said tonight. I have to do the thing. Tomorrow you get to do the thing, but no, you don't. You're always coming back to me. <laughs> there was a low, there- sweet ripple of laughter, and in a rage I threw open the door and saw without the three terrible women licking their lips. Oh, shit. As I feared, they all joined in a horrible laugh and ran away. Wow. I came back to my room and threw myself on my knees. Is this then so near the end? Tomorrow? Tomorrow, Lord help me, and those to whom I hold dear. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll take over a bit. Mm-hmm. 30, June. Morning. These may be the last words I ever write in this diary. How I many slept. times is he going to say that? This is literally like the sixth <laughs> time he said that. In just, just this chapter alone. Yeah. Right. I slept till just before the dawn, and when I woke, threw myself on my knees, for I determined that if death came, he should find me ready. <laughs> ready I, for something. Wait. <laughs> ready on his knees? <laughs> That's a brave man right there. Well, is that that code for something? Don't judge. We're not going to judge. I'm just saying it's code. (laughs) 
(laughs) At last I felt that subtle change in the air and knew that the morning had come. Then came the welcome cock crow and I felt that I was safe. With a glad heart, I opened my door and ran down to the hall. I had seen that the door was unlocked, and now escape was before me. With hands that trembled with eagerness, I unhooked the chains and drew back the massive bolts. At least but he's using door... his hands this time. Yes. <laughs> Correct. But the, <laughs> but the door would not move. Despair seized me. I pulled and pulled at the door and shook it till massive at it as it was. It rattled in its casement. I could see the bolt shot. It had been locked after I left the count. Then a wild desire took me to obtain that key at any risk, and I determined then and there to scale the wall again and gain the Count's room. He might kill me, but death now seemed the happier choice of evils. Without a pause, I rushed up to the east window and scrambled down the wall, as before, into the Count's room. It was Oh, so, you know, you do it once, you come into my room once, and I'm like, okay, come into my room. (laughs) Now you do it again, you idiot. But that was as I expected. I could not see a key anywhere, but the heap of gold remained. I went through the door in the corner and down the winding stair and along the passage to the old chapel. I knew now well enough where to find the monster I sought. The great box was in the same place, close against the wall, but the lid was laid on it, not fastened down, but with the nails ready in their places to be hammered home. I knew I must reach the body for the key, so I raised the lid and laid it back against the wall, and then I saw something which filled my very soul with horror. There lay the count, but looking as if his youth had been half renewed, for the white hair and moustache were changed to dark iron gray. The cheeks were fuller and the white skin seemed ruby red underneath. The mouth was redder than ever, for on the lips were gouts of fresh blood, which (gasps) trickled from the corners of the mouth and ran over the chin and neck. Even the deep Look, burning I'm eyes. I'm a really, really good esthetician. <laughs> <laughs> Even the deep Why burning are you so surprised? eyes. <laughs> set amongst swollen flesh, for the lids and pouches underneath were bloated. It seemed I told that the side whole... of Botox and goes away. <laughs> the whole awful creature were simply gorged with blood. He lay like a filthy leech, exhausted with his repletion. I shuddered as I bent over to touch him, and every sense in me revolted at the contact. Oh, come on, Felicia. (laughs) But I had to search or I was lost. The coming night might see my own body a banquet in a similar way to those horrid three. Sounds kind of hot, frankly. (laughs) 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 I felt all over the body, but no sign could I find the key. Then I stopped and looked at the Count. There was a mocking smile on the bloated face, which seemed to drive me mad. This was the beginning I was helping to... This... Oh, this was the being I was helping to transfer to London, where perhaps for centuries to come, he might, amongst its teeming millions, satiate his lust for blood and create a new and ever-widening circle of semi-demons to batten on the helpless okay i have a question here though like he's just assuming that he 
Like he's making a big logical jump here that he's okay. going to be creating these, you know, he's going yeah, how to does he know that's how they procreate? Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Thank oh, you, Ken. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. The very thought drove me mad. A terrible desire came upon me to rid the world of such a monster. There was no lethal weapon at hand, but I seized a shovel which the workman had been using to fill the cases, and lifting it high, struck with the edge downward at the hateful face. But as I did so, the head turned, and the eyes fell full upon me with all their blaze of basilisk, basilisk horror. Basilisk. Basilisk. Okay. That word. It's a monster. The, the sight seemed why, to paralyze why, me. Why do you do this to me? Huh? Why? <laughs> it's not a guilt monster. <laughs> why? The you sight make this seemed to paralyze me, and the shovel turned in my hand and glanced from the face, merely making a deep gash above the forehead. The shovel fell from my hand across the box, and as I pulled it away, the flange of the blade caught the edge of the lid which fell over again and hid the horrid thing from my sight. The last glimpse I had was of the bloated face, blood-stained and fixed with a grin of malice, which would have held its own in the nethermost hell. Jesus, what a drama queen. (laughs) I thought and thought what should be my next move, but my brain seemed on fire and I waited with a despairing (laughs) feeling growing over me. Oh, get the uh, horse, get the uh, dog whistle ready. As I waited, I heard in the distance a gypsy song (laughs) sung by by merry voices coming closer and through their song, the rolling of heavy wheels and cracking of whips. The Zgani and the Slovaks of whom the Count had spoken were coming. With a last look around and at the box which contained the vile body, I ran from the place and gained the Count's room. He spends an awful lot of time there, determined to rush out Mm -hmm. at the moment the door should be opened. With strained ears, I listened and heard the downstairs, the grinding of the key in the great lock and the falling back of the heavy door. There must have been some other means of entry or someone had a key for one of the locked doors. Oh my God, this brain trust. Right. Wow. (laughs) Then, Then there came the sound of many tramping feet and dying away in some passage which sent up a clanging echo. I turned to run down again towards the vault where I might find a new entrance. But at the moment, there seemed to come a violent puff of wind and the door to the winding stair blew too, with such a shock that it sent the dust from the lintels flying. When I ran to push it open, (laughs) I don't think it was housekeeping. I went to push it open. I found that it was hopelessly fast. I was again a prisoner and the net of doom was closing round me more closely. As I write, there is a pass. There is in the passage below the, a sound of many tramping feet and the crash of weights being set down heavily, doubtless the boxes with their freight of earth. There is a sound of hammering. It is the box being nailed down. Now I can hear the heavy feet tramping again along the hall with many other idle feet coming behind them. The door is shut and the chains rattle and there is the grinding of the key in the lock. I can, you know, if you had just gotten the key the last time you went to his room and weren't such a little chicken shit, I can hear the key withdraw and then another door opens and shuts. Oh my God, how many like, and then this happened and this happened and then this happened and I heard this and it was down into the left. I heard the cracking, (laughs) creaking of lock and bolt. Hark, not Harker. Good. (laughs) 
<laughs> in the courtyard and down the rocky ways, the roll of heavy wheels, the crack of whips, and the chorus of the Zgani as they pass in the distance. I am alone in the castle with those awful women. Fah! <laughs> Mina is a woman, and there is naught in common. Honey, you will be surprised. Oh. Right. <laughs> they are devils of the pit. <laughs> oh, you want me to finish up? Yeah. Yes. I'll finish this. Bring up. it home. Okay. I shall not remain alone with them. I shall try to scale the castle wall farther than I have yet attempted. I shall take some of the gold with me, lest I want it later. I may find a way from this dreadful place, and then away for home, away to the quickest and nearest train, away from this cursed spot, from this cursed land, where the devil and his children still walk with earthly feet. At least God's mercy is better than that of these monsters, and the precipice is steep and high. At its foot a man may sleep as a man. Goodbye all. Mina. And that's where we'll stop for today. That was a Yowza. lot. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I, I don't even know how to process this bit, this chapter. It's just like, wow. Don't do the uh, thing. He does the thing. Does maybe the thing. I will do the thing. Don't do the thing. Maybe I do you the should, thing. Maybe, maybe you, you should, should just do the thing. Do the thing until you get the key. Right. I maybe the key should have been the first thing that you did, Spider-Man. Right. Mood <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, stabilizers. Okay. You ever heard of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Kate. What's coming up in the next chapter? Well, tomorrow we leave Jonathan Harker to his fate. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and we head back to England to meet Lucy Westernra and Mina Murray, who will Yay. unknowingly eventually have to end up making chicken paprikash for Jonathan. Mm. Oh. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and uh, uh, don't forget okay. to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. Where you can see That's the video right. of me making chicken Yes, yes, and also for the month of October, we are introducing the Drunk Dracula Gals tier for one dollar. You can get all these. (laughs) You can get all these Dracula episodes sooner. But wait, there's more. You also get access to all our other Lit Crit Hour episodes, and some of them run more than an hour. But yeah, anyway, yeah. They they involve stickers. An hour is getting away easy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And thanks again for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, hey, I heard about this really neat new beauty treatment. You apparently dig up your backyard and lie down in a box, and then some creepy guy comes and tries to fill you up. Finally, always (laughs) remember, if the undead can behave badly, then so can you. 